Big doings on the international stage overnight. What are we getting out of the Xi-Putin meeting? First, of course, since the war began, Xi's out of the country for the first time since the pandemic. Senior Fellow on Security and Diplomacy at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs, Cecile Shea, is with us. Very good morning to you. And a good morning to you. Who needs more in terms of a world order at the moment? Well, I think that uh, if your question is, do, does the U.S. need a world order or does um, President Xi need a world order? Um, I think most countries need some kind of stability and um, an awareness of what's going going forward. You know, business, companies, people, they all need predictability. And there hasn't been a lot of predictability since COVID started. And the situation in Ukraine has only exacerbated that. So I, I think that in general, the world does need some order. Now, whether you know that order is led by the U.S. or led by some group of nations such as they're meeting at the moment, um, that is, of course, an important point of conversation. But I think we all yearn for a little bit of predictability right now. Do you have a genuine sense of where China sits on this war? I mean, he's meeting Putin, that's part one, so that's not a good look for a start. He's buying cheap oil, that's not a good look. Where where are they actually at? Uh, he is in a very, meaning he, meaning uh, Mr. Xi, is in a very difficult position right now because he risks looking like a hypocrite to his own people. You know, whenever the U.S. criticizes, or any country in the world, including New Zealand, uh, criticizes China on its human rights record with the Uyghurs in Tibet, uh, with what is going on in Hong Kong, uh, his response is always, you should stay out of the business of sovereign countries. Mm-hmm. You are violating China's sovereignty. Well, you don't get much worse in terms of violating a country's sovereignty than invading it and annexing a large part of the country. And he is aware of that. You see him kind of backtracking a little bit from Uzbekistan. He he has not been full-throated in his support of Mr. Putin because he's aware that he really he can't. He can't speak out of both sides of his mouth. In addition, he knows that he is coming from a position of strength. Putin needs China right now. China really doesn't need Putin. And so it has to be a a little careful, lest it, you know, side too closely with, let's face it, the most unpopular person in the world right now, which is Vladimir Putin. Exactly. And what if the war goes even more wrong than it's already going wrong? He picked the wrong side, didn't he? Precisely. I mean, you know, right now we're looking at kind of the most likely good outcome for the next six months, the most likely troubling outcome, and really the most dangerous, horrific outcome. And that third point would be whether Putin either unleashes weapons of mass destruction or somehow uses de facto weapons of mass destruction, such as by letting a nuclear power plant go critical, attacking a chemical uh, factory, which he did in Syria. And, you know, no one wants to be aligned with a crazy man who does something like that, uh, least of all Mr. Xi, who is trying to who has set himself up for the last two years unsuccessfully, let's face it, unsuccessfully, but he is trying to be the alternative to the United States and convince other countries that China is a more realistic long-term partner than the United States. I don't think anyone sees that anymore, and certainly there is a lot of polling, including some polling that the Chicago Council has been doing the last six months to a year that indicates that China has a huge uh, reputation problem all around the world, especially in Asia, but he doesn't want to make that worse by then associating with some horrific thing that, you know, people fear Putin might try to do.
I, I appreciate your expertise very much, Cecile. Cecile Shea, non-resident senior fellow in security and diplomacy at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs. Uh, he said at the end of it, did Putin, the countries jointly stand for the formation of a just, democratic <laughs> and multipolar world order based on international law and a central role of the United Nations. I don't know how much of the world believes that puffery. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.